Hello, my friends. Welcome. My name is Joe. This is The Joe Martino Show. And today we're going to talk about quantities, inches, marbles, ribbon, string. Actually, in reality, we're just going to use those to talk about life and time. How are we spending our time? Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome back. I hope your day is going well. Whatever's going on with your day, I hope your new year is going well. I want you to do an exercise with me. I want you to consider how long you have to live. I know and this is a exercise that is one that sometimes I get a lot of pushback on. And I typically ask a lot of questions about, you know, how do you win at life? How will you know if you have successfully accomplished the things in your life you want to accomplish? And, and I'll get pushback on that. Often people will be like, well, maybe my goal is to just survive the year. And I'm always like, yeah, you know what? That's a great goal. There are times that that's a great goal. Probably we need to add to it though, right? Like I want to survive the year. I, I, I don't need to do anything great. You, you know, I had somebody tell me one time, well, this is not, I think they read a blog post. I don't know for sure. Not one of mine. I think they read someone else's blog post. Incidentally, uh, if you don't know, this January, be on the lookout at joemartino.com to your, to, to your blogs that you might want to get to. If you want a blog post directly to your email, we can do that too. That is all coming. The posts are written and they are ready to go. Uh, they are just getting ready to kick off. But so anyhow, back to my story. I think this person read a blog post and like, you know, I read I read something about how this isn't my year to drink a gallon of water or to cook three home-cooked meals a night a week. I guess three home-cooked meals a week, right? One a night. Awesome. I get that. But when I talk about how do you know it went at life, those are things that you do. And one of the things that I've talked about for years is this reality that there is a difference between task and relationship and task and relationship tend to hold each other in tension. And a lot of times when I talk to people, and we talk about how do they know if they win at life, what they actually talk about is their task. They talk about the things that they want to accomplish, which is great. I have things that I want to accomplish. I have things that I thought I wanted to accomplish that I walked away from. Uh, incidentally, next week, we're going to talk about how often we walk away from things. I watched the Hunger Games, Ballad of Snakes and Birds with my kids, and it struck me that we're really not all that far from a world like Pan Am, the, the world that the, that movie or those books inhabit. And I want to talk about that. But, you you know, there is other things. So like, okay, awesome. You just want to survive the year and you're going to eat microwave meals all, all year. Knock yourself out. Like I, I legitimately do not care what you eat. Well, Joe, what about health? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care if you don't go to the gym. I don't care if you don't write a book, but what about things like I'm going to be present? My goal is to be present wherever I'm at, wherever my feet are, I'm going to be present. My goal is to be more empathetic. My goal is to be whatever it is. Are you going how are you going to measure your days? Because you're going to measure them. When you're done, when you get to the end of this year, you're going to look back and you're going to measure them. And what will that look like for you? And, and so one of the things that I have found helpful is I, is I tell people, I want you to get out a sheet of paper and write numbers in sequence and going down. So you're going to waste a sheet of paper here, but write 1 to 85. 
So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, et cetera, to 85. If you don't want to do a piece of paper, uh, buy some marbles and count out 84, 85 marbles, excuse me. Uh, you could also draw 85 squares. You could take a ribbon or a string and measure out 85 inches. I don't care. I just need something that you can break down into 85 parts and it has to be something visual. I did have somebody one time ask me, well, could I do 42 and a half inches? So every half inch makes up one part. So it's technically 85 parts. Sure. Whatever works for you. I want you to do that. I'm waiting. Go ahead. Okay. Now, now see, this is the danger in this medium because I know a lot of people tell me they listen to this while they drive, which I think is awesome, but you won't do this exercise. That's my fear. I, I really want you to do this exercise. Okay, now, if you're a woman, you on average will live to 85. That means some of you who are listening to this who are females are going to die before 85. That means some of you are going to live well past 85. But on average, women live to 85. Maybe 87. I have to be honest, I didn't look up the data right before I went to do this. So it might be 87. I usually go to 85. They live to be around 85. Men live to be around 75. So if you're a woman, start to 85 and hold it and come back to whatever your age is right now. So if you have the marbles, count out, right? Whatever. If you're if you are 40 right now, I need you to separate 45 marbles from the rest. Move them aside. If you're a man, I need you take whatever age you are now, we'll stick with 40. I need you to separate 35 marbles. I need you to cut off 35 squares. Whatever it is, take 35 away, put them aside. The 40 that you have, you're never going to see them again. They're done. They're past. However they're measured, they're measured. And listen, I, I sit in a room with people regularly and we talk about how they didn't make the most of the time that they had. I talk to parents who are like, man, I wish I hadn't fought this battle so much. I talk to uh, boomer parents, like legit boomer parents, not the slang put down, which is so dumb. But back, that'll be in part of the Hunger Games post, or excuse me, part of the Hunger Games podcast, right? The whole, okay, boomer, not like, I mean, legitimate boomers, 70s, uh, 80s. And, and they tell me, man, I wish I hadn't fought the music battle with my kids. I wonder if in 10 years we'll be talking with parents, because it's already happening. I wish I hadn't fought the technology wars with my kids because of my fears. Because make no mistake about it, that's at the heart of today's episode. We have to do two things. We have to confront our fears and we have to measure the time we have. So, okay, you've got those years, those 40 marbles, those 40 sheets, those 40 cuts of paper, those 40 inches of ribbon or rope or whatever it is, they're gone. You're never going to get them back. If it's 36, 35, 25, whatever it is, it's gone. Some of it you spent well, some of it you wasted. Now, here's the thing. If you live past the average, that's excellent. Good. Awesome. Quality of life may not be what you have today, though. It might be better, but probably not. Right. But if you live the next, you know, if you live past whatever your average is, 85 or 75, that's awesome. But here's my question. The numbers that you have left, what are you going to do with them? How are you going to spend them? How are you going to utilize them? Are you going to spend them chasing something that matters? There's this, uh, real life story because I'm I'm the person in the story. A number of years ago, there was a 16-year-old girl. I don't know if you remember this or not. Some of you have no idea what I'm talking about. Some of you might remember it. There was a 16-year-old girl. She went to sail solo around the world at 16 and her ship broke down. She got caught in a storm. She almost died. Like she she uh she was fine, uh, but like there was it was it was a little sketch there. 
for a few minutes, for a few days, maybe. You can look her up. Her name is Jessica Watson. The voyage didn't make it. She didn't, they have like nautical terms for it that I don't understand, but she didn't make it It, as far as the cruise. She lived, as far as I know, she's still alive today. But I remember saying at one point uh, that her parents sacrificed her potentially for hubris. Who the heck cares if you can solo circumnavigate the world or whatever the nautical term is, right? Who the heck cares? Especially at 16, you have the whole world in front of you. And someone said to me, a, uh, a former student of mine said to me, but it mattered to her. And there is this tension that we live in about what matters to me, should it matter? And and I don't know, to be honest with you, I keep coming back and forth to, was my, am I right in thinking that her parents were crazy? Am I wrong in thinking that her parents were crazy? What's what's the level of responsibility there? What, what, what do we risk for hubris? Because years later, I had a friend who went to a professional bull riding event and she was very offended because they prayed for safety before they rode the bulls. And she's like, that's dumb. They're putting themselves in harm's way on purpose. And, you know, she's like, that's hubris. And I was like, no, that's stupid. They're not putting themselves in harm's way on purpose. You might ride 100 bulls and not get seriously hurt. 101, you might. 105, you know, you run it out. But here's the thing. I enjoy bull riding. I enjoy watching it. I'm not doing it. Not at my age, that's for certain. Right? But I enjoy that watching that. And my friend clearly didn't. And so there is some level of self-autonomy here that we have to recognize. And so I think about this, like I said before, I have a big birthday coming up and I think about how there's far less road in front of me than the road behind me. And I have to figure out how I'm going to measure it. What will I do spending those days? And maybe it's a year where I can't write a book. Maybe it's a year where I can't do content creation things. I'm not going to go to the gym 150 times, right? That would be three times a week times 50 weeks with two weeks off. Uh, you know, or 161 times and not take any time off. But here's the question I want us to wrestle with. Whatever you do with that time, however you spend those remaining marbles, however you respend, spend those remaining years, when the last marble's up, will you be glad with how you spent the rest? Will you be satisfied with how you spent the time? And maybe that is, like I had a woman tell me one time, all I want to be is a housewife and I just want to raise my family, love my husband, and then when my kids leave the house, I want to travel with him. Cool. Chase it. Don't be afraid to let that expand and grow and shrink and move, right? Because that's what happens with our thoughts and our dreams. But, but at least she was aiming for something. We're so afraid of failing that I think we often refuse to aim for anything because if we were to aim for something, we might fail. But here's the thing. We don't actually have a choice on whether or not we're going to spend the time. That time, we're going to spend it one way or another. So are we going to spend it chasing things that don't matter or things that do matter? That's what you have to figure out. How are you spending your time? And here's the thing. Like the majority of the people in the history of the world, people are never going to know their name in 40 years. So, So like I get it if you're like, Joe, I don't want to be and then fill in the blank with something, you know, big and famous. Awesome. Cool. But what do you want? Can you name that? Can you name what it is you're chasing? Someone once told me if we're going to settle the issue of living well, we have to first settle the issue of dying well. What does it mean to die well? And I think what it means is is it means that you spent your living years chasing something that mattered. I wonder if part of the reason that we're afraid of death is because we know that we don't often spend our lives doing things that matter. And, And I want to be clear. Like I was talking to somebody and, and, and he was like, look, dude, you know what my greatest uh, uh, goal is in life? It's to just build 
a future for my kids. I want my grandkids, kids, so his great-grandkids, to know my name. That's what I want. And, and if I can spend my life building my family, building values into my family, teaching my kids values by how I live, and then to their kids and their kids' kids, then I win. Awesome. He knows what he's shooting for. That's the question I have for you. So the question I have is, uh, as I said last week, the beginning of a new year is an awesome time to just stop and consider, what am I going to do with the time that I've been given? So what are your values? You know, a fun exercise that I do with people is I say, okay, write out where you spend your time. Do a time audit for the next two weeks of your life. So if you wake up at 7 a.m., you write down 7 a.m., woke up. You know, you do all the things to get ready from 7 to 7.30. Uh, prep, prep to leave the house. 7.30, leave the house. 7.45, hit my coffee shop, right? Just write it out. Yes, it's it can be cumbersome, but here's what you're chasing. Do the minutes that you spend in your life reflect the values that you say? you have. Do they reflect what you say you're chasing? That's always my question. Because we only have so many marbles left. I only have so many years left. I'm only going to get so many new years left. It, it's coming It's coming home for me right now. Uh, this New Year's, my oldest daughter is going to hang out with her boyfriend in a different different state. Forget different city. Uh, my youngest daughter is going to go hang out with friends down the road. And some of you are like, oh, that's no big deal. To me, that's a big deal. And, and it's okay. We don't have to agree. Like, I get it. Uh, my kids call me the sentimental sap. And, and my wife's like, man, I had so much fun when I used to do things with my friends on those holidays. I get it. And I don't like it because I know that it's, it's, it's changes that are sifting through my hands. And the question becomes, how did I spend the last 21 New Year's. How did I spend the last 17 New Year's? That's their ages right now, 21 and 17. For my other daughter, 18. For my son, 11. How do you spend your time? That's the question we're chasing in this episode. How do I spend my time? Does it match the values that I say I have? Does it match how I want to spend my time? How do you spend your time? I'd love to know. Write in and let me know. Joe at JoeMartino.com. If you find value in this, please share it with your friends. Also, feel free to please check out my website, JoeMartino.com. Uh, blog posts are going up. I'm not sure the day of the week yet, uh, and I'm not sure when this drops, if one will be up, so I don't want to say that it will be. Uh, we've switched hosting platforms, and, and we're constantly trying to revamp that and make it look better, redesign it, or, or continue to design it, uh, and we need to add the RSS feed to it. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend, and hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.